Who is that? Who is that? Glad you masked the Masked Singer podcast nobody asked for with Belinda and Dan. Excellent. Okay, welcome to Glad You Masked, the show that nobody masked for, where we recap, review, and dissect all things Masked Singer. My name is Dan. I'm joined by Belinda. How are you, Belinda? I'm good, and I just want to welcome back our total of less than 10 listeners. <laughs> hey, they're small, but they're loyal. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we, we love you all the more for it. Thank you for indulging yeah. us on our one passion in this lifetime. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they've been patient this year as well, because um, we are a little behind. Um, yes, I was going to say that that's uh, <laughs> one of two elephants in the room, uh, the Obviously, the first big one being we are a little late as we are no yep. longer in lockdown, so we don't get to enjoy it on our <laughs> own time. No, um, would you believe that I was actually travelling uh, when the Marsinger <laughs> premiered this year? It was It uh, was just such awkward timing. <laughs> it, it is. It's awkward timing. And I'm going away again at the end of this. So let's let's see how we go come finale time. Yeah. Um, and you've been busy as well actually working. Um, yeah. Getting I, out into the world. I work at a pub and uh, I'm, I'm very okay at my job. So I get a lot of shifts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, doing, doing, uh hospitality work and traveling are two things that were unheard of last year. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit more of a challenge this year to, to find time to record. However, yeah. we are back. We have theories. We have dissected mm. these clues. We have thoughts. Um, big, big yeah. year this year. I, Three I, I, new judges. Yeah. Sorry. I just want to mention another little <laughs> elephant in the room. If I sound yep. congested or you hear me huffing something, it is because I am slightly sick. So Oh, so am I. I'm not Don't. doing cocaine, guys. <laughs> anyway, Don't this worry. is a family um, friendly show. <laughs> and there's no there's no third elephant in the room. There's no third like there is no elephant mask yet. No, um, no. Maybe next year. Maybe maybe one of the random celebrity pop ups that apparently are coming on later. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? There might Who be knows? an elephant. There might be a little uh, literal elephant in the room. But for now, as I said, Three new yeah, judges. Three new judges. Um, I was really surprised insane. to hear that three of them were gone. Um, yeah. I, look, I, I wrote, I, I was very organized this season. I wrote notes on every episode. I sure. Wanna, I want to start off by saying. Less organized. Osh's masks being like, you know, now that he's actually got proper ones for the intros every year. Yeah. It gives off Squid Game vibes. It's a the, little creepy. Like from that VIP, those VIP episodes, you know, when they come in with the like, the, yeah. with the bedazzled masks, that's oh, the vibe. And then it's, it's so it's funny creepy. because then Dave Hughes mentioned it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I wrote it down and then Dave Hughes mentioned Squid Game and I'm like, well, we're on the same wavelength. To um, be honest, the fashions this year for both, <laughs> mostly Osher Ginsburg and Dave Hughes have been a little bit out of this world a little bit a little bit different a little mm. bit funky yeah um but yeah three new judges i want to talk about this uh we've lost ursula we've lost jackie we've lost danny but i like the new ones i like chrissy's one i do chrissy is like chrissy is the new jackie like she's onto where, it where they're actually she, like they are they're making good guesses she's chrissy has not been right punches. so far we'll talk about yep. that yeah we will get there uh, we've also got Mel B who name drops to Helen back, but I like yeah. anyway. I didn't, um, I didn't realize she lived here to be honest. I thought yeah, she no, just she worked did here X-Factor. a lot. Yeah. Like, I knew she, she was did here a lot. Stars. But... I didn't realize her kids went to school here. Um, 
But yeah, no, she's been around. She's done a lot of Australian television, actually. So she knows things. And she's yeah. drawing on that knowledge. She and, has and a little dossier. Yeah, she's she prepared. Has a has a cricketed dossier, which I don't I don't get the bit. I'm. <laughs> I I wonder if all like, of her like Australian knowledge is just from the two years she lived here. So she's just like just or well probably more, but she's just she's just on board for the X Factor season. She did, you know, just the celebrities she hosted Dancing with the Stars for. Uh, but she see she's got a wide range of knowledge, and um, yeah, no, she seems to be she seems to be on it. She's not like poor Lindsay Lohan who was completely lost <laughs> back in season one. Like that poor lady, I yeah, so feel Lindsay sorry Lohan. for her. Um, um, she seems to be yeah. much more knowledgeable about what's going on. So it's not like she's completely in the dark, which is great. Yeah, um, and apparently lives next door to, or has been on holiday with, or has dated every single celebrity from the US or the UK. I don't know how she's lived the life she has. I mean, um, she was, fa- like, her big sort of moment of fame was in the 80s and 90s as a Spice Girl, so yeah, it makes sense yeah. to me. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of there was a lot of that going on in those times. Yes, and lastly, Abby Chatfield, um, who I love. I think she's great. Uh, and providing, like, a little bit of, like, a youth perspective, which is great. Yeah. She's, like, onto it with the TikTok stars, like, the RuPaul's Drag Race contestants. Um, yeah, I feel, I I feel if- like if we actually had a big YouTuber, not that we really do, but, like, yep. not to the level, like, you know, they had Ninja. Oh, no. Yeah, I, d- I feel like you 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 hold on to this hope that we'll have a YouTuber. I, j- I just look don't think no, no, no 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 you don't understand. <laughs> My one hope is that fucking oh sorry for the swearing, but that Nathan from High Five. <laughs> what, who did we think was Nathan? We thought we might get Nathan, and I don't think we are going to get Nathan. Okay, no, we don't think we are going to get Nathan, but we may as well go on to the first mask. Because the only other thing I was going to say about the introduction for episode one was that there was a bluey. Le- Bluey reference, and I've been getting into Bluey, and... (laughs) Should I watch Bluey? I mean, it's a good show. (laughs) It's a good show. It's like, it's a kid's show, but it's very much for parents. Alright. It's, and and there's there's a toddler called Muffin, and if anyone knows what I'm talking about, Muffin is iconic. (laughs) Any any Bluey fans out there? I I hate Bluey. I mean, sorry, I hate Muffin, (laughs) but I also love her, because she's iconic. She's like, the worst toddler you've ever met. Anyway. This is, all right, this is photo for when I actually do watch Bluey. Yeah, I, I um, recommend, I recommend just even just start off your your gateway drug to Bluey is just watching clips out of context. Okay. Well, um, we should talk about the masks. We should talk yeah. about the masks that have been revealed As- because there have been a few. Especially um, because we, we did mention Nathan Foley, which yes. does lead us into mask one. Yes. Um, so, obviously, spoiler alert, we do know who some of the masks are. As we've mentioned, we are a bit late. Yeah. So, we'll quickly mention that the reveal for this episode was Knight, who... Yes. So, we, we're going to go for the first couple of masks this round. Yeah. Uh, so, Knight yeah. was Ryan Maloney, and then who was episode two? Ryan Maloney. Oh, my God. I wrote down Jared Maloney, because he plays Jared <laughs> on <Rebecca>. Neighbours. <laughs> yeah. Or Tony from Neighbours. <laughs> Um, I will. This man call, has I know, three names. I know this man is res- like. I know he deserves some respect, but he will be forever known as Toadie from Neighbors. I don't know him as yeah. a name. Uh, well, um, he does have a name. And, um, well, yes, but it is Toadie from Neighbors. Uh, yep. <laughs> and then the second celebrity was the caterpillar in episode two. That's Lisa Curry. We will come yeah. back. We will swing around back to that. Um, well, we can start. So that they're, they're the big spoilers of the day, guys. Um, yeah. 
Big reveals. Um, people yeah. let everyone know as well. Yeah, which was great because usually in the first couple of episodes, you're like, <laughs> I'm so confused. Um, yeah. But we'll swing back to Mask One. Now, why okay. I thought it was Nathan Foley. <laughs> my, right. I'll start with the clue package. I just, um, there just is... A, do I'm, the clue reveals first, or do you want to just go through all the guesses? Um, oh, t- look, I just, I just want to, I just want to get this Nathan Foley bit out of the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because Nathan I'll start Foley. by saying... I know it's not Nathan Foley, but I got really excited because it was a high five reference. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, is my dream come true? Uh, and ooh. he was, he was my first immediate guess. Yeah. And, and this is of singing. course the blowfly. Yeah. Um, which we haven't <laughs> mentioned. The blowfly, I hated the blowfly at first. I like the blowfly now. Um, and I, I do have a note genuinely could be Nathan Foley. I, yeah. Oh Yeah. No, but well, that was that was F one. I've changed. Oh, okay, F two yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've changed my mind. Uh, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's Nathan Foley anymore. Okay, so um, we'll talk about who we actually think it is because I think we're convinced. Yeah, um, I'm on board with you. This was your idea. Um, I've since seen a lot of a lot of evidence backing this up. So I'll let you. Who do you think this is? Who do you okay, think? Okay, this man is the legend himself. He was robbed of the Australian Idol <laughs> trophy <laughs> back in, what was it, 2001? It 2003. is Nolsey. 2003. Yeah. It is Nolsey. Point, point blank. It is Shannon Noll. I cannot be convinced otherwise. Yes. Um, and there are many connections. And it even, like, episode two, I mean, sorry, his second appearance, it got better. Um, but mainly from episode one clues, I connected. Yep. So there's a he has a cricket bat at one point. Nolsey did do a cover of Come On, Aussie, Come On. Yes. Which, for some reason, we associate... It's a little anthem that it's we in Australia Australian associate with cricket. cricket. Anthem, yep. But I feel like particularly in early 2000s, it was the cricket anthem. I don't know if I've heard it lately. Um, yeah. There's talking about... There's some references to V8 supercars. Now, I didn't know this, but when I was Googling Shannon Noll, mm-hmm. um, he was offered the role of Peter Brock in a biopic about him. Yes. Now, and I'm was. pretty sure Peter Brock is also known as King of the Mountain. Yes. Uh, like that was a nickname they gave him. Yep. And he mentions in his second clue package that yep. something about being King of the Mountain. Yep. And well, here's, here's the major one that I was like, I have fucking cracked onto this. Oh, I'm swearing again. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but I, I cracked onto this. You cannot convince me otherwise. He says something about his days of innocence being over. And I'm like, days of innocence. Okay, I'll Google that. That, there's an album by a band called Moving Pictures called Days of Innocence. And then I was like, okay, who's this? And I look up the band and you know what song they did? What about me? Yes. I, <laughs> that was what convinced me because no one would put in a Moving Pictures reference to anyone except it was... Except if it was referencing What About Me by Shannon Noll. There is, yeah, um, there is absolutely no way. So you've got that really big connection. And then in the second clue package, I just remembered Tuesday mentioning this, there's an orange. And he's from it? Orange. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this is, we're, we're onto this. Well, you're onto this. I have so many notes for this and none of them are useful. Oh. Um, <laughs> I have, at one point I write, okay, so I have, Yabby and Pizza Box. Don't know what that's referring yeah, to. Yeah, me neither. I wrote down, I got genuinely nothing from this. Then I wrote down, not a singer? Or maybe they are? 
No, yeah. I don't think so. I, so I, I, don't... I wrote, he's not a bad singer, but this isn't his career, so... I think by episode two, by by second performances, I, like, I was on board. I think that he is, in fact, a singer. But um, yeah. yeah, I will note that Daniel Ricciardo and Stephen Nicks were both guests for Blowfly. And in a strange way, I think Shannon Noll is like, if you have a Den- Venn diagram with Daniel Ricciardo and Stevie Nicks, I think Shannon Noll's in the middle. Oh, well, yeah, no, I can see it. <laughs> so I think that we're right. Um, yeah, the King of the Mountain thing gets me. The Days of Innocence gets me. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go. For ep- two, episode two, I wrote, better singer today. Oh, <laughs> um, um, let me, let me find my, hang on, my second appearance of Blow. How many kids does Shannon Noll have? Um, well, the thing suggests three. Let me, let me bring up his Wikipedia. That's, that's what I'm, I'm figuring out. I'm looking at this. I'm seeing there were three babies at some point. Yeah. He holds three babies. He holds three babies. Oh, he has four sons and a daughter. Oh my God. Well, maybe it refers to him having three sons. I don't. No, he has four sons. Oh, he has four sons and a daughter. Oh, the, the other thing I can't connect is. He waves the flag of Lebanon. Oh. And he's on a yellow moped. Um, and I don't know about the important jewellery, but... Yeah, I mean, no, that's interesting as well. They he do, does... They do bring up, the, like, the boy with the dragon tattoo. I think they mention that's, I think, what tips uh, Abby Chatfield off for Nolsey. She yep. did guess it by episode two, and I'm going to say, Abby, if... If it is Shannon, I'll get on my level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Just because of a, t- a tattoo. He does have three Kids' Choice Awards. So maybe... That could be it. I didn't realise he had Kids' Choice Awards. But that would be a good... That's actually yeah. a good one. Yeah, they have um, four sons a f- and a daughter. That's... A few references to highs and lows and wild ways. Um, it's had a controversial moments the last few years. I don't know. I'm looking for a crazy horse reference, guys. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I think I think we are definitely convinced that it's Shannon Noll. Um, mm-hmm. We definitely have it. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, that's that's where it starts and ends with us. I don't I don't have any other ideas otherwise. I don't think. Let me see. I yeah no, I don't have anything else. <laughs> okay. So uh, uh, let's move on to someone I've got no idea about. Oh, it's I, ooh, okay. <laughs> I have ideas about Mirabel. Let me um, let me hear your ideas because I need okay. some help. I have ideas about Mirabel. I <laughs> have stolen them from the internet. Um, Absolutely fine. That's usually where yes, we start. They remain what I have in my research in my research on articles. Uh, do you know the name Melody Thornton, Belinda? Rings a bell. What are they from? Yes. Well. <laughs> Where's she from? Melody Thornton was a pussycat doll. She no longer is a pussycat doll. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of her clues are about, like, breaking out of the spotlight and sort of, you know, not everyone appreciating her and things like that. Wait, is she um, the one that had beef with the main pussycat doll? Yeah, so she's left now, um, and she's... Very good singer. We both love Mirabel. Mirabel's probably my favourite. Yeah, she's definitely, like, I see her having a cage death match with Snapdragon for the title. Yeah. Ooh, but we'll get one. to Snapdragon later. Yeah, we will get to Snapdragon. Um, so, a few things. Um, I, I only realised this this morning, actually, but 
There's a clue. Her first clue was something about the spotlight being not being on her and her not reacting. I don't react, she says. Yeah. The first single, I believe, that the Pussycat Dolls released. So they broke up, obviously, reconvened in 2020 without Melody Thornton. Yeah, no, I do remember, I do remember looking up all this beef. Called React. So they released a song called React after oh. she left. Um, okay. Which is a much better clue to what I originally thought uh, as an obscure reference to one song in a musical called The 20th Annual Bynum Spelling Bee, which made me think it was Marina Pryor, um, which I don't think is right. Uh, but yeah, so she left and it was, the, the clue is being out of the spotlight, I don't react. So. Yeah, um, no, that's a good one. Yeah, which clinches it for me. But other things, uh, first episode had a Mexican flag. She has yeah. Mexican heritage. Um, uh, everything turns to ashes. I remain unharmed. Uh, her first solo song was, I think, called Phoenix Rising. Um, there was uh, a picture of John, pictures of John Travolta and Uma Thurman, who mm. were in the movie Pulp Fiction, but they were also in a movie called Be Cool, which the Pussycat uh, Dolls had an uncredited appearance in, I believe. Okay, so because I was wondering, I was I yep. was like trying to figure out the like, was it a Pulp Fiction thing or was it like from Be Cool, which I haven't seen. Yes, so it looks like it's from Be Cool because she does. Apparently, I don't remember this, but when I was looking at it, apparently when she says um, the "Am I Dirty" clue, uh, she oh. says something about Be Cool. So there's another be cool reference, um, and yeah, okay. And actually, Am I I'm dirty? Just, I'm just no. looking. Um, there's also she did make a cameo appearance in Bobby Newbury's music video for his debut single "Dirty Up." Dirty also spelled the Christina Aguilera way. Ooh, interesting. Which, that's, that's funny. Good. Okay, that's... yeah, interesting because it does. So the the clue is no, that's be cool. Okay, she's a fan of Christina Aguilera, and yeah, the reference. Ooh. So, I think this is Melody Thornton. I think she's breaking out of the spotlight. Um, breaking into the spotlight, I should say. And all I will say as well is that she is great. Yeah, I think that, that um, is... A, you have convinced me. Yeah, so, yes. oh, so the I second single, Phoenix Rise. Yeah. Yep, and then there you go. EP, Alina's Eyes. Yeah. Oh, she's yep. been in Cinderella. Oh. Um... Oh, we are looking uh, for uh, Cinderella references. Yeah, as Cinderella in Cinderella at New Wimbledon's theater at New Wimbledon theaters in 2019. It doesn't have much more information than that. Interesting. I don't. I don't know which Cinderella. Cinderella. I don't know which Cinderella this is. because uh, there's a couple versions on stage. I think. Like it doesn't say Roger and Hammerstein's yep. Cinderella. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. And well, there you go. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um. Which that's really cool. I. Yep. Because um, yeah, was... so that that's my locked in clue for Mirabel. Um, yeah. And the other, we'll we'll jump onto the next one because I don't think we need to talk about Mirabel anymore. We will talk about Zombie, who we do know. We we. Oh yeah, we, uh, you have watched ahead. I think of me. I have watched ahead. You, I think, have gotten yourself spoiled, right? Yes, Instagram yes. ruined it for me. Um, yes. because, and I thought it'd be fine. Then I le- read the photo caption and I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow, Instagram. Thank you. I just want to, uh, mo- note the first note I wrote 
about zombie was the voice mod is creepy. It is giving Full Metal Alchemist. Oh my god, all of the voice mods are a little bit weird this year. I've got to say, okay, they're all like a little American. I I I'm liking the voice mods because it's different from. You know, the first one where it was just high and low. Same thing happened in season two. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> we'll get back to it later, but it's too yep. bad we didn't have Night for longer because his voice mod was so funny. Yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just dying. But I, oh. I had to pause to fucking laugh. <laughs> it was hilarious. I... <laughs> Really, but I'm sorry, guys. It's the hospitality in me. It's the hospitality industry. Um, yeah, okay. Zombie. Oh, yeah, look. We'll get to it five, but there are a lot of clues that I thought were really obvious once there. But I was honestly sort of on the train of, like, Kate Ritchie, Beck Hewitt. I thought Abby Chatfield had some... Abby had some good guesses for this oh, one. Oh, I was on a completely different train. Oh, who were you thinking? I kind of got attached to the idea of... Um, I started off with, I'm not wicked, I'm not magical either. And then a witch flew across screen. So I was like, yeah. oh, wicked. And then there was also a fairy one. And I was like, was she Glinda? And I remembered Lucy Durack was also on, was already a mass singer. Yep. So I was looking up who was, who's been Alphaba lately. Now Gemma Ricks had been Alphaba. Ah. And then in the second clue package, she brings up a photo of Nikki Webster. And I'm like, ah, oh, well, I actually, and I was like, well, that's another Wizard of Oz thing. Gemma Ricks was also the Wicked Witch in Wizard of Oz. And then I was like, oh, okay, hang on. It's Nikki Webster when she was young. I actually went to see Nikki Webster play Dorothy. Right. And so the woman who played the Wicked Witch then was Pamela Rabe. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And they were talking about Three Lives. Um, Pamela Rabe had done film, TV. Like, sorry, she'd done film, TV, and theatre. And I was like, you could split that up into three. And also... She right. was in Wentworth. So I'm like, this is not out of the realm of impossibility. Also, um, she is Canadian American. I mean Canadian Australian. So there was a oh. clue there was a clue that thought I was like, I could connect her being Canadian oh. with it. Um, See, I think it was like traveling the world or something like that. That being said, it being Emma Watkins makes much more sense. Yeah. Especially with the brains clue. Yeah. That they especially in, in her second package in hindsight there's a lot of i mean the first clues were like fruits so that apples and oranges and then some potatoes obviously fruit salad hot potato yeah um there's a clue called uh there's a clue about turning a page now this is what made me think kate ritchie or made me agree with kate ritchie because kate ritchie along with the two lives thing you know she was on home and away for so long and then she left and sort of started a new life but also has written books. So that's why I thought maybe he turned a page. Ah, um, oh, see, so I uh, I did like Chrissy's um, one about uh, that she replaced Je- uh, Glenn Page. She replaced Greg, Greg Page. Yeah, Greg Page. Easy. Um, yeah, uh, so I think that that, looking back, it all sort of fits in for Emma Watkins. But, um, yeah, didn't, didn't quite get there at the time. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. So, do you want to do the reveal now, or do you want to do the like the rest of the guesses? Um, the rest of the unrevealed. I mean, we may as well review the performances. Uh, oh we yeah. Haven't, we haven't really mentioned any of the songs. No, because I've forgotten them all. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Also, apparently there was yeah there was five masks, so we can go back to Thong. 
if you like. Thong. Why don't we talk about Thong first? Yeah, we um, can talk about Thong. We can spoiler talk about... alert, it is Pia Miranda. We yeah, let's talk, about, let's talk about Ryan Maloney and Thong, I reckon. Um, but yeah, Thong I actually have a lot for. Okay, um, I, I had no clue because I, I saw that um, she was an Aussie icon with a background overseas and then there was a moped, so I'm like, oh, okay, she's Italian. And I looked mm-hmm. up Italian, uh, like Italian-Australians. Yeah. And my Wikipedia list does not include Pia Miranda, so this is obviously... Right. There's two reasons why I didn't. I believe I didn't think of Miranda. <laughs> One is yep. Wikipedia failed me. Two, I did not study looking for Ala Brandy in high school. Yeah, everyone I, talks about it. I don't think I don't think we study this anymore. I think it's been a long time since we've studied looking for Ala Brandy. I mean, maybe other schools do, but like, yeah, I feel like my I went to Q High School and like I don't have much beef with the with how I was educated, but. I will say I feel like my year didn't get sort of more obvious things. Like the year below me, like I remember year 10 studying a book called I'm Not Scared by some Italian guy and then going into year 11 yep. learning that my friends in the year below me were studying Animal Farm. I remember being salty. <laughs> I'm salty about I was salty about it then and I'm salty about it now. <laughs> right. So like Yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, we did study, I remember, I was thinking about it, like, after I saw P. Miranda revealed, I was like, what did I study in year nine? It was Billy Elliot, so I'm not, I'm not okay. but salty about that, but I'm like, ah, oh, so, because, you know, Abby Chatfield talked about she studied looking for Ella Brandy, and yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't do that, but I did study looking at Billy Elliot, which was fun. We got to actually go see the musical. Oh, that's so school, cool. Which, yeah. I studied, what did I, I studied Romeo and Juliet in year nine, the Basil Lemon version. Oh, see, I yeah. didn't, we didn't do Shakespeare until year 10. Well, this was like a sort of introduction to Shakespeare and like film studies. So uh, I think we they sort of combined we them. Ha- sort we of had to up. compare the Zeffirelli version and the Baz Luhrmann version. Oh. I remember I missed the ending to the Zeffirelli version because I had to do something else that day, but the Baz Luhrmann version made everyone enraged. Right. <laughs> oh, I the Baz Luhrmann version. No, because Juliet woke up. Before, uh, like, and Romeo's literally, like, got the poison in front of him. If you just look down, like... Yeah. You know... It's a tragedy. That's that's <laughs> the whole point. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely... It is, a, it is a wise word of caution. Do do your research before you, <laughs> before you go poisoning yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's all I can say. Well, probably also don't poison yourself. But anyway... Don't poison... Like- and also don't pretend to kill yourself. That is a bit toxic. That's a toxic move on Juliet's part. Anyway, let's get back on topic. <laughs> yeah, look, we've, <laughs> we've got a lot of lessons to learn from Romeo and Juliet. And I'm sure more from Looking for Ella Brandy, which I have not seen. Um, but I do know a few things about P. Miranda. I'm a big Survivor fan, so P. Miranda's reveal was... Uh, I was very happy with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, not so much from the first clue package. I didn't get a lot from that. Um, but... The second I did, so there was a connection to Knight. So the Knight, Toady from Neighbours, was yeah. in the Thongs clue package. Yeah, and, and, and I know they did explain at the end in the little yep. clue clarifications that yes. uh, they were, she was like his his character's first girlfriend, something like yes. that. Yes, and there was, also, there was also a reference to uh, fishing and a toad, toad fish. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's a bit of connections there, actually, which I think is clues, nice. Yeah, some of the clues were actually pretty uh, obvious, like were pretty big ones. Like, uh, for example, there is the photo of Lily James. 
And that's yep. literally her kids' names. Yeah, I know. That was interesting. But which at the same time, if was... you don't, you're not looking for it, you don't know. Yeah, which is why every clue is important, kids, if anyone yes. is paying attention. The the other thing that I the other things that I picked up on, um, so she talked about noticing no nobody noticing me and how that works in my favor, and mm. for an, for my Survivor fans, I think will agree that that was pretty much how she won Survivor. She sort of had the power, but not enough that she was a threat. And then she got right to the end, and everyone was like, "Wow, you played an amazing game," and she did. Um, the other thing that I picked up on... Oh, another Survivor reference was that at the end she says, I'm going to be champion again. Of course, she won Survivor. Um, the other thing was uh, she talked about being a clean skin, which I kind of hate that word, and I don't know why, but she says that she wasn't always. Um, now, on Survivor, she realized that she suffers from vit- uh, vitiligo. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a skin condition. Um, and so she suffered through that while she was on, uh, yeah. So your skin Which, lo- loses their pigment. She's realized that, that and suffered would, that through would, it on Survivor. That would be very awkward to discover it whilst on Survivor. Yeah. I imagine, was, you know, you're talking to the producer, like you, if, I don't know how much interaction the people on Survivor have with producers, but you'd be like, I'm losing the pigment in my skin. Yeah. And especially, like, because she's not... It's much more noticeable on certain, uh, like, you know, well, uh, probably a big, big one. I think Michael Jackson had it. Um, yeah. Winnie, what's her name, has it. It's much more noticeable when their skin is darker to begin with. Yes, yeah. Um, so especially... But yeah, when, it's, not, it's not super noticeable When, when you don't have her. that much melanin. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be um, like, I'm losing pigment in my skin. And people would be like, nah, I don't believe you, son. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was pretty rough for her. I think there is medical treatment on Survivor, but uh, by and large, she just had to push through. Because I don't think it's, um, I don't know a lot about, I think it's pronounced vitiligo, in fact. Yeah, but, um, I, I think so too, but I didn't want to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it's just, um, you know, losing pigment. I think it actually does cause... Some other effects, but um, anyway, yeah, I, I think that's there, I think the reference. I think there is more to it than that. That's just the noticeable part of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll go tonight now. I think we've we've skirted around him enough. Yeah, uh, he he is. Oh, did you want to talk about the performances, or should we go back to that after we talked about night? All right, let's talk about it after. I reckon. Yeah. Let's, all let's right. Put it all together in a nice package. Um, the night. Uh, I don't have a lot for him apart from it says that he. Uh, he said that he was the closest to true royalty and he prefers the evening. Now, I stuff, but of course, Neighbours on at 6.30 every night. Not anymore, but, you know, was for 20, 37 years. Um, uh, yeah, reference, there, there was a number reference, which was uh, yeah, his, his first, first episode. episode. And then his horse clues um, were about weight loss. Yeah, so a bit of a mixed bag with uh with Yeah, I, uh, I, I wrote in my notes were his clues were pretty shit, to be honest. <laughs> wow yeah like, i did think that there would be i mean there was reference to lightning and i wondered if that was a reference but that's nothing um from last season oh yeah I'd... uh yeah look i uh yeah i've got a, i've got interesting stuff for him um yeah and then we had caterpillar 
revealed in last week's episode, who is, of course, Lisa Curry. Yes. Um, famous. Um, we, we haven't talked about any of the other ones, so shall we just keep talking about Tony for a second? Oh, that's true. We haven't we haven't yeah. talked about any of the other ones. <laughs> we're, yep. we're still on still we're in episode still, one. <laughs> still in group A. <laughs> still in group A. Um, I mean, that's much more, not much to say else about Tony, except that I loved... I, I love the voice mod. Not much else. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not... He wasn't, he wasn't around long enough. You know, I, I said, I wrote... Okay, so just talking about his performance really quick, I just wrote, why does he sound like the guy from Maroon 5? Maroon 5. <laughs> it wasn't, I've got noted down that he's, he actually wasn't a bad singer. Like, it's not the worst. For, yeah. He was, like, in terms of, a, in terms of the bunch, I think because... I'm pretty sure it would have been a choice between Thong and Knight. And, uh, but Thong was fun because she did, Pia obviously did Footloose by Kenny Loggins. She was having a great time. Yep. And like, she can sing. Again, we could tell, we could tell it wasn't her career. I've written, she can sing, but it's not her career. (laughs) I was surprised that Thong was actually a girl because I was like, because I thought for sure Thong would be just some random sports guy or something that would be eliminated yep. episode one. Yeah. Um, and apparently I love the flamingo dancers. Oh yeah, just to just for anyone who's curious, Knight did sing "Bad Habits" by Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Which was probably right. just a bad choice for anyone trying to go in a singing what is essentially a singing competition. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. I, so I'm going. I'm going up the list. No, no. I have noted all just okay except Blowfly bad. Mirable, good. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I've changed my mind about Blowfly, but, um, yeah, the others were... Although, actually, Zombie was in that episode as well. Yeah. She also started getting a lot so better. So, what I wrote was that she she performed that Sweet But Psycho. Is that right, by yep. Rihanna? I don't know. No, it's not by Rihanna. It's not Rihanna. It's, it's, she, it's like the, Ava Max or something. Someone. Oh, yeah, Ava Max, the one who does, like, her, where every song is just sampled from other songs. Sorry to say it, but you know, she's not. Well, very, she's not the most original artist. Um, uh, yeah, uh, David Max. I wrote, yeah, come fight me, IRL Max's car park. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> that no. was an old joke from school. Um, so I wrote for Zombie that she sounded kind of kind of like Kylie Minogue, and then I said clues indicated a singer, but I'm not liking this performance. Yeah. Um. And I, I also, will say, Zombie, I, I liked her net, her for future performances better than yeah, her last one. Um, I will say the ladies, the ladies notice she stands in first position. They did like dan- dancer. She's that and that she's also in heels. So I right. feel like that needs to be a, a tactic for girl, ladies now on. Stop standing in first position. What do you mean? Do you mean like what? What is first position or yeah, why? Yeah, what is first position? So first position refers to a position in ballet. So you basically stand with your heels together, toes pointing uh, out outwards at a uh, at an angle. Okay, it is, and she's yeah. still doing that. Well, because she's yeah, because I suppose she's been dancing all her life. So her yeah, like her dancing position, especially because she's performing, she'd like stand in a ballet position. So there's there's five basically. Wow. And so. She almost looked like she was standing in third, basically, which is like it's default. Like there are yeah. default positions. 
Um, you could tell again, hindsight's twenty twenty, but you could tell the way she carried herself was very like dancer, very performer, very, yeah, which, very Emma Wiggle. Yeah, so it's like, well, that's that's got should be a tactic for people from now on. You know, they are like I know Mel B. She has been in. She talks about how she was in the Masked Singer. She was trying to sing differently to how she usually would. Yeah. They also got to think about how they're holding themselves. Yep. If they don't want you to guess it. Yeah. Then they got to. Yep. Anyway, um, Mirable. Obviously, she did Xanadu by Olivia Newton-John. I wrote mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. Which a very sad loss uh, for yep. all of us. And I wrote, "She's a good singer." Whistle note in all caps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And that She's was like. Good. Yeah. That was the big thing for me. I'm like, oh, my God, she can do a whistle tone. But that also cuts down a lot of singers because I don't think many singers can actually do the whistle tone. No, I don't think so. Like, that's when um, I first thought, like, I'm like, I have to tell myself it's not Ariana Grande. Yeah. I, <laughs> Chrissy also, like, me- vaguely mentioned Mariah Carey at one point, And I was like, please don't guess Mariah Carey. Yeah, I was Mariah like, Carey. yeah, don't, don't. But she skirted right past her and didn't even bother, which I think is... Clever. Um, yeah, which was which was good. Dave um, Hughes could never. Dave saying Lindsay Lohan was just ugh. Yeah. Um, and that, but then Abby wrote Kyle Richards. Yeah. Wait, who's that? Which, she's um she's one of the Real Housewives. She. Oh yeah. Also was on uh was in the original Halloween and the newest Halloween. Um. Uh, okay. She was that was weirdly backed up. I don't think it's I don't think it's her, um, but that was that had legs weirdly that that clue. Yeah, uh, that sorry, I think I, I I messed up. I was like, why why are we thinking it's Kyle from Kyle and Jackie O? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> not at all, not again. Yeah, so Never far, again. so far, like um, I will say we haven't really guessed, we haven't really mentioned the judges' guesses. We're not going to because we don't have time. Also, we don't remember. Um, uh, I, I was just going to say, I, I have written them all down because I've been very organized. Most of them are not s- totally out of the realm of impossibility. Dave yeah, did bring I up for that's... night. He brings up every season that he, uh, David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Um, he has to go for it. Um, yeah, nothing. Also, I like that they're calling Dave out for shitty guesses this year. Yeah, um, they are really calling him out. Some, some guesses are a little bit too international. But, you know, we'll, they're, they're hoping. They're having wishful thinking. Mm. Anyway, shall we move on to Group B now, finally? Group B, our favourite. <laughs> group B. Um, yeah, so we've got uh, five get five masks, two revealed so far. Um, yes, so as we mentioned before, Catap- I, I don't have any guesses for anyone else. So I'm gonna have to rely on you for. Oh, I have I have some guesses. I mean, we I know have... we we're pretty convinced on on one of them. We'll get to him in a second. Yep. Uh, we'll start. I suppose we'll start off by just uh, yes, the caterpillar is Lisa Curry. Yes. Um. And I don't, I, you you guessed her right? Yeah. So basically, because I've been watching this on ten play, the the advantage I had was I was able to pause. Yeah. So there was a point there was a visual clue where there was the map and it goes, it's like a bunch of very specific cities. It's like, um, Oh, I've forgotten, but they were very specific. It was Los Angeles, uh, somewhere else, somewhere like I basically, I fed all the cities into Google 
and it came up with Lisa Curry's website. And that's where she'd done both Olympic and Commonwealth Games. Yeah. There was also a counter at one on one as yes, part of the clue I package. And it goes this. up to 15 and it basically yep. said her career started at 15. Oh, okay. That was not what I thought. I did have that written down. I thought maybe it was how many medals she had or something. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Which, um, no, she doesn't. I'm just doing a count now and she does not have 15 medals. That's what, unfortunate. Yeah. What I, uh, what I will say, um, <laughs> I, I wrote that she was probably my least favourite mask for the season because the costume just kind of looks deflated and squashy. Yeah, the costume wasn't great. She was okay, though. She looked really cute when she was unmasked and she was just peeping out of it with yeah. her hands at the neck. Uh, that was really cute. And I also really wanted to give her a hug because, like, she kept talking about being old. Yeah. And I'm wondering if she's feeling, like, in her, in her old age, is she feeling a bit, like, kind of old and forgotten? Because I don't know how much... Like, I know often, like, with swimmers, the sort of the next part of their career is commentating. Yeah. But I don't know if she's done that. She, look, God bless her. She's been on every television show she can, and I appreciate this. That was, uh, that was I think, the Coaster Jungle clue uh, was a reference to I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, which she's done. She's also done The Celebrity Apprentice. Um, I thought that she had done... Uh, one of the four Monty shows, but maybe she hasn't. Um, yeah. Knows? So and this, so this is a, her third reality show. She's she's doing the rounds, but um, she's great. Yeah, she just. I, I I just thought she needs a hug. Like. Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't maybe... know if you know this, um, but she, her daughter recently passed away. Um, oh. End of 2020. I uh, did not know that. That's yeah. Yeah. No, she definitely needs a hug. So she, there was she's sort a, of... She's a grandmother, isn't she? So She's a grandmother, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think she mentioned that, like, when she was yeah. asked. It's quite... I, I think that was sort of... They vaguely talked about it. Chrissy's vaguely talked about it. And Lisa said that she, you know, needed basically something to cheer her up. And I and Chrissy said, I know what you've been through. And I think those were all references to her, yeah. her daughter. Um, which is, yeah, quite sad. But I'm glad that she... Uh, and as the song as well was about um, with tones and I, um, and it was uh, like Mama always told me, look mm. like look for the sun on a cloudy day. I think. Yeah. So she sang that song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, let me let me find it. Uh, I wrote. I just wrote. I don't know this song, but she does okay. If it weren't for the auto tune, I kept clocking. Oh, was there auto-tune? I'm pretty sure there was auto-tune, which doesn't surprise me because they do the voice mods. So their their mics are probably, you know, yeah, they've right. got special features on them at all times. I just, I did hear a bit of auto-tune. I did write that she had a nice voice. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's It wasn't like it was bad or anything. It was just... Yeah. So, when you can tell there's auto-tune, it, it does, and she sort of, it does get she, off-putting. She talks about how she's not a singer and can't sing and stuff, but I thought she did okay considering. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not It's not like back in season one when they had the rugby player that he literally just rapped because he couldn't Yeah, sing. right. Like, yeah. I can't remember. What was his name? I don't remember. Lee, Wendell Saylor? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so she did okay considering. Yes. So let's... Well, shall we start? We'll start with Rooster. Yes, um, Rooster. Because all I wrote for the introduction of the episode was shark helmet, shark helmet. Yes. <laughs> what? It was uh, Osha's mask. 
Oh, right. Isn't yeah. it Shark Helmet? Shark Helmet. Rooster, I'm getting <coughs> a little bit more from. I So my first theory, and I've talked to you about this, uh, what, what did Rooster sing? Rooster's a pretty good singer. He So I wrote 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. Maybe he can sing, but he's doing a character, so I can't tell. Right. I think that he's quite good. Yeah, I wrote interesting singer as well, actually. Um, but I thought Jay Lagaya. I've moved away from this, but I'll tell you why I thought Jay Lagaya. Um, there's, this is the thing. There's always references to like, there's a lot of references to family. And I think it was the, like the, you know, his pedigree and stuff. I, I couldn't find a lot about that. But the reason I thought Jay Lagaya was because in episode one, there is a clue about churches. Um, and there's also a clue about the Matrix. Now, Jay Lugaya, for those who don't know, was uh, probably most famous for Play School. He's also done, uh, he was in uh, some of the Star Wars prequels. Uh, and he was in Home and Away. So he's just done a lot of, he's like most international thing in Star Wars. But he's done a lot of Australian television. Pretty sort of iconic guy. But um, yeah, he was in Home and Away for a few years there. Played uh, a partner, a love interest for the character of Leah. If you are familiar with Home and Away, you know Leah because uh, she's been on the show forever and has pretty bad luck when it comes to partners. Anyway, his character uh, was a reverend, so I thought maybe that was the church reference. Oh, yeah. Um, and there was also a reference to that they had like a Matrix background, like a weird Matrix background at one point. I thought maybe because Leah is played by Ada Nicodemus, who had a brief role in the Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. So I thought maybe that, but I couldn't really find too much else. And his voice does kind of sound like Jay Lagaya, but I don't know. It's it doesn't feel quite right to me yet. Uh, I have another theory based on episode six, but we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, I was I was at um, oh also there was Santa imagery, oh yeah, um, and he has a Christmas song or a Christmas album. Oh well, there we go. <laughs> so Ujela so, has, so, so that, you know so based off his first two clue packages that was the theory, and then, that was the theory. I, but it it will change later. It will change later. Okay. Um, yeah, so, you had a different theory. Mine is really off show. base. I don't think I like. I can make some connection. It Honestly, it's based almost entirely off the fact that in his second clue package, um, he references the $10 note. Yep. And uh, that... That was an interesting clue. And I like where you went with this. Yeah. So, obviously, the society show was Banjo-Patterson, but, of course, most people think of Banjo-Patterson because we all know he's on one side of the $10 note. But also that he wrote a lot of iconic Australian poetry. Yep. Uh, writer of Waltzing Matilda, blah, blah, blah. So he wrote Man from Snowy R- R- River. Oh, have I mentioned who it is? No. Uh, Paul Mercurio is <laughs> the long story short. Paul so, Mercurio. Banjo wrote Man from Snowy River. His, and there was a short film, there was a short uh, miniseries based on that poem. Uh. Um. I don't know it very well, but mum loves it, so it's on frequently. And uh, Gus Mercurio, his father, was in it. Mm-hmm. So and he, I wrote 
I wrote to you when we were when we were in our chat together that I'm not saying Gus Mercurio is film royalty, that Banjo is like Banjo Patterson is a legendary figure in Australian yeah. history. Like again, he's on our currency. You don't often see writers yep. on our currency. Like you usually see yep. big I feel like this is a global thing. You see important political figures. Yeah, like, you don't, I think no. I think the Benjamin Queen Patterson, is on most of our currency, to be honest. But like, I think Banjo Patterson is a great guess. Oh, yeah, no, no, not Banjo Patterson. I think that's a good connection to make with the ten dollar note. The other, uh, the other thing was the churches, right? And there, there is a Bible at one point. He was there was a series or a movie or something called The Bible Joseph, and he was Joseph. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, so okay. I'm like, well, I've got two very tenuous connections there. I wrote to you, I have nothing else but a gal can dream. Yes. I Look, I don't think it's Paul Mercurio. I don't know if Paul Mercurio can sing like that. I don't know um, if Paul Mercurio would do The Masked Singer is the thing, because I actually follow him on Facebook. He is very much really? into chefing these days. He's wow. He's a cook. Like... On his hmm. wiki- his Wikipedia doesn't really mention this, but like he makes sauces or something. I don't know, but like no, because I followed him because I was like, wait a second, someone went somewhere that I was also at a while back. I was I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I follow him on Facebook. Um. So I don't think Paul Mercurio would do this. Oh, it would be, you'd be it would surprised. Be, like maybe it would be amazing. Again, a gal yeah. can dream. This is like now my second new dream after Nathan Foley. Because... You want Paul Mercurio? Yeah, those are some wide, wide-ranging dreams. Yeah, yeah, but I mean Nathan Nathan Foley, as as I might probably discussed last time we discussed the Masked Singer, it is because he is basically trying to get on every reality show. <laughs> like yeah. he's done at least three. What has he done? He did. He did the Voice. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yes. I think he did X Factor or something, but he also did I Will Survive. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Which was that show where all the guys did drag Ooh. and they were like going to be offered the role of Tick in uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. But then, well. but then like the show never happened or something or they didn't get yeah. the role because I'm pretty sure I pierced it. I don't know. It was. It Sign was... of things to come. We're going to talk about this show more. Um, yeah. But anyway. Um, Yes, we'll talk about the other... Tiger. Do you want to talk Tiger? about Tiger's review? Sure. Um, okay, spoiler alert. It was Jamie Jury. Um, Jamie Jury. I have, I have things to say about this because I was on board with Chrissy Swan's first guess of Jamie Jury for a different reason. It's always lovely when they guess something and for different clues other than what you thought. I, did not, I was not thinking Jamie Jury, but I did note in the first clue package um, that there was something about... Uh, hanging out on a jungle and also a nature strip. And I was like, what's that? Why is there? So we you also, we're on the same line of thinking here. I wrote, I'm thinking someone who's done the strip for charity. Yes. Yes. I was thinking someone who had done full Monty, maybe. It seemed like they emphasized strip. And so when uh, Kate Sobrano mentioned uh, Kate Sobrano, all right, that's a different thing. When Chrissy Swan mentioned, um, yeah, his past in manpower, 
competing against Thunder from Down Under, I was like, okay, I'm onto this for a different reason that you are. Also, a lot of references to, uh, like, nature and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before... So what happened was I did not watch Sunday's episode live, but I had saw I saw who got revealed. I saw it was the tiger. I didn't see who he was revealed as. Went to bed, already thinking Jamie Jury. Had a dream that it was Jamie Jury, and I was like, "Man, you just spoiled it for me." <laughs> Woke up the next morning, then actually, actually spoiled it for myself because I saw it on Facebook that it was Jamie Jury, and I thought, uh. "Well, I was right though." <laughs> um, <laughs> it's crazy that you had a dream that it was James. Yeah, too, I know. Right? Yeah. So can after you that, ima- can you imagine if we were judges on that show and then yeah, you just come well, back? I mean, your bit would be you had a dream. <laughs> Again, we will talk about this very soon as well. You haven't seen episode five or six yet. No. There are dreams involved. Oh my um, god! Did you dream also, more? <laughs> no, I didn't dream more. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. So then the second episode came on with Tiger. And I knew, obviously I knew who it was and who would be revealed, but, um, yeah, there were a few clues, uh, something about how manly he is. He's been manly most of my life and he was born in manly. Chrissy Swan picked up on that as well. Yeah. She was on um, him like immediately. So yeah, as I was Googling, there had been a reference to Chelsea Clinton in the last episode. He, uh, did some stuff at the Chelsea flower show, um, so yeah, that I I was sort of already there with Jamie Drury, and then he got revealed. Um, but he was also not too bad. Yeah, yeah, he did okay. I like that we're revealing all the non-singers, but I also like that most of them can sort of sing. Well, here's the thing: I wrote for so his first performance, he did feeling good, which is I'm gonna just label it as a jazz standard, but um, yeah. Because like most people might think Michael Bublé, I think Nina Simone. I don't know if it's done if anyone's done it before her. Um, Yep. But I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, I wrote that he kills it, brackets, because I knew from when I was watching his first appearance, I knew by then that he'd been revealed. And I wrote, how does he get revealed so soon? I was like, how did he get eliminated so soon? But then, of course, his second performance was um, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, which suddenly the elimination made a lot more sense. It was just a bad song choice. Yeah. If if he'd chosen more slow, slower songs where he could actually, like, sing, because that one's not really, like, it's not really a singing song, I feel like. You know you know how some yeah. songs really show off the no, voice? Yeah. In the Air Tonight is not, well, at least the Phil Collins version. Because no. I don't know if you know this, but there's a musical of American Psycho as in the Christian Bale movie. Yes. And there's actually, um, in that musical, there is a version of In the Air Tonight. And it's okay. all in acapella, and it's amazing. I mean, I don't see it being performed in The Masked Singer, but if he was to sing that version, <laughs> it would be okay. like he would have a lot more opportunity to show off his voice. Now I just want to watch um, American Psycho. I've never actually seen it. But I know he kills a lot of people. I've seen the hip to be square scene. Oh, I've seen I've seen the movie. I haven't seen the musical. Uh well, I haven't seen either. Oh, <laughs> the movie's pretty good. The movie's okay. I, I, again, I've seen the I've seen the hip to be square bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but um, now I just want to see the musical. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a good thing he was revealed because I had no idea. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at the original clues. 
no, yep. again, again, the someone who's done the strip for charity. I was like, that's probably it's probably going to be one of them. Um, yeah. Dave guessed Tom Cruise, which I think he also guessed Tom Cruise every season, which is yeah. so stupid. Look, um, he tries. Anyway, uh, the next mask of that episode was, in episode two, was Snapdragon. Snapdragon. We love Snapdragon. Yeah. I. It's going to be, again, as I mentioned, it is going to be a fight to the death between Snapdragon and Mirrorball. I'm going to call it now. Yep. Um. Yeah, and I just, actually, I do want to mention that I also love it's not just the fact that they're amazing singers and they're great characters. I love Snapdragon and Mirabel's costumes. Yeah, that's true. Actually. I love, I love the really the. I don't know what to call the feathery bits on the back of her collar. The, yeah, on Mirabel, right. but like yep. they're really cool. They remind me of the dancing costumes that I did as a child. I think it mm-hmm. it is a nostalgia thing for me. Yep, Snapdragon, I'm like, I will say. Um, so my note, I wrote, this is a season four mask. This is amazing. Love the headpiece on those back drifty bits. The reason I wrote, this is a season four mask is because for Tiger, I actually wrote, it's a nice mask, but compared to what we've seen, it's a bit of, yeah. it's a bit lackluster. Right. I really liked that they introduced Neon and Blacklight. Like they were, they took advantage mm-hmm. of that, but I feel like this was a, this was like a season one or two mask. Yeah, right. Like it I, seemed I very, disagree. yeah. Like, obviously, there's always, like, one or two. It's a hot guy mask, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, yep. if, for comparison, Mirrorball is the hot girl mask this year. Right, yep. Yep. There's there's always been a hot girl mask, and there's, mm-hmm. there's like, a hot guy mask. Yep. Tiger was the hot guy mask, where it was, like, it was more, like, a physical thing. It was... Yeah. Like, it's a, like, you can make a sexy character out of it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it was not like. Well, a good, a great example would be Frill Neck. Frill Neck was another hot guy mask. Wolf right. Yeah. Was okay. the hot guy mask for season one? Yes. Okay. Um, but Wolf and Tiger seem like on the same. They're on the same vibe. Yeah. Okay. But like but... Frill Neck was, he was an elevation because like he had the whole Frill Neck bit going on. Yeah. You sure. know, like anyway. But we um, like Snapdragon, is what we're saying. I fucking love Snapdragon. <laughs> that mask is amazing. Yeah, I, I'm good. a slut for flowers to start off with. I'm so <laughs> glad we're doing a flower. Yep. I've been waiting for a flower character. Um. Anyway, uh, so I had no idea, except for the fact that social media, um, immediately upon seeing this mask, was like it's Sheldon Riley. Yeah, look, Which, that I, one's that one's pretty funny because usually, like, I don't know. Usually, people are way off base from the from the guests yeah. from the appearance, but this time, yeah, everyone look, I think knows who it is. Yeah, first episode, I wasn't really sure. <coughs> Even who's looking at them now that I've got noted for Snapdragon, no idea what they mean. But second episode, I I, I had seen this speculation that it was Sheldon Riley. It just clicked for me. First off, Chrissy mentioned this, uh, something about when people hear my name or when people hear my voice, people don't shh, Sheldon Riley. So I was sort of, you know, prompted. But what got me was uh, there was a reference to, you might think that uh, Snapdragons are all the same. We're not. 
we're not the same. Not the same song Sheldon Riley sang at Eurovision. Yeah, at we're not the same. Lots of clues about like moving from his original home, things like that. Uh, but I, I mean, that could apply to so many people. And obviously, he's got a Filipino background. Um, so those are the references there. But those clues never really mean much to me because I feel like, you know, a lot of Australians have a, a background overseas of some description. Um, so I'm, I'm convinced it's Sheldon Riley. You think it's Sheldon Riley too? Tell me why. Yeah. So interestingly enough, we kind of went to the same, like when you, if you watch the Masked Singer like we do, you will notice that most of the time the words are also connected with imagery. Yeah. So the, the full line that you mentioned so it's maybe you think all snapdragons are the same. We're not, but I owe a not a lot to another flower. Maybe we share the same roots. Now, when, when, so that visually he stands in a garden and some snapdragons first pop up, but then they disappear and it's replaced by another flower bush. And I was like, you know what? This is probably like, this isn't a, gen-. I was like, maybe this isn't a generic flower. So I had to go to my mother who knows more about flowers than I do. And I'm like, mom, do you know what these are? And then she was like, "Oh, they look like what my what our what my nan has, and not her grandmother, my grandmother, right? Good old Nanny Jean. Um, what she has in the garden. Which so, are? well, after racking her brains, she had to call because I was like, oh, maybe they I was looking up random flower bushes, azaleas. No, Mum says that's not it, but they were. They were azaleas." Right, and I was like, "Oh well, we can connect to Iggy Azalea," and I was trying to see if there was a connection there, and yes, there is. Um, when when Sheldon Riley was on the X Factor, Iggy Azalea was uh, his mentor. When they made, she made mm-hmm. like a boy group out of eliminated eliminated contestants, and actually, oh. um, there was it was a group of four, which relate related back to another clue. Yes, I've just realised this. Yeah, there was four beach chairs, and she's like, oh, was he part of a group? Because he takes the yep. chair and walks away. So there we are. Um, yep. The other... I did have, like, one other stupid clue, like, stupid one, when I was, like, Iggy Azalea, because I started with, like, mm-hmm. it's not this person. But I looked up where Iggy Azalea is from. She's from, like, my... Uh, I wrote it down. I'll look at what I wrote down before I say it out loud. Uh, Malambimbi. <laughs> Malambimbi, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, who's from Malambimbi? And I was like, this would be really out there. Do you remember Joel Turner? No. So he's, like, a... His main thing was beatboxing. And he had a song called These Kids or Kids or something. And it was kind of a depressing song. Um... Because it was like, I don't know, it was like kids are in trouble these days. Um, and yeah, it was on It was on a So Fresh CD. That's how I know it. And I was like, oh, this would be so weird if this was actually Joel Turner. Because <laughs> yeah. it would just be so random. <laughs> I don't. <coughs> Sorry, just dying. It's all right, I guys. don't. I don't think it. I don't think it's Joel Turner. <laughs> no, it's definitely not Joel Turner, but I just had to bring it up because I was like, that yeah. would be really funny. Um, yeah, so... Uh, you might... Oh, that's all right. I'm just cool. huffing, huffing uh, decongestant spray, guys. It's all right. No, absolutely. Uh, 
So, Snapdragon, I'm pretty sure, is uh, Sheldon Riley. Yeah, popcorn, I think we're all convinced. Popcorn. Do you have any guesses for popcorn? I have one, but again, it's sort of from the internet. Um, yeah, what do no. you think for popcorn? I've got no idea. Um, okay. This is where we rely on our good friends on Twitter.com and our good friends on the internet. Yeah. Uh, popcorn... I think is Sam Sparrow. Oh. So yes, Sam Sparrow, who I didn't realize is Australian. Um, okay. Or I forgot that he was Australian anyway. Uh, yeah, he's uh, sung, famous, famously sung Black and Gold. So that was sort of his uh, big hit. Um, yeah. Few clues relate to uh, him. Um, he. Went from nothing to huge in the blink of an eye, or so it seemed. Yeah, so, uh, Black that... and Gold was, in fact, was massive overnight hit, but was, in fact, the second song he released from that album. So he released a song, didn't really do anything, released Black and Gold, overnight success. So it looked yeah. like it was an overnight success, but, in fact, sort of not. Um, it, it is one of those, he does have other songs, but it's one of those, like, he's not a one-hit wonder. I wouldn't call him that because I'm. I know there's another no. song that I really like, but like everyone knows him for Black and Gold. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's um, sort of where I'm at with. Uh, so, ooh, I have some more clues. Um, oh, there was songs about like a. There was a clue about a Bible. Um, he grew up. He's singing quiet in church. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So. There's that one. Um, uh, he oh the Lady oh. Gaga and Kylie Minogue clue. Do you remember this one? Yeah. So I'm actually looking at that now. And then Abby mentioning there being gay icons. I just want to note yes. that his father wrote music for Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. There you go. Uh, Sam Sparrow is also gay, but I don't think that's the clue with Kylie and Lady Gaga. Um, ah, well. So I, yeah. he. Yep, he. It, the the clue was if I got stuck on a desert island, who would I want to be with? Kylie and Lady Gaga. He his record label is called Island Records. There we go. This is a bit random. Um, he once stored Gar- Lady Gaga's meat dress in his fridge. Okay, weirdly enough, here's the thing. Dave Hughes mentions the meat dress. Yes. So yes. So that's that would be a weird coincidence for Dave Hughes. Yep. Um, and he has a song with Kylie Minogue, so... Um, well, there we go. They're pretty yeah. good references. Yeah, so I think that... Oh, also, this one, I I need some more... I need to look into this a little bit more, but uh, there's a clue about Am I Stylish? Others think so. Others think so. He did win the Man of Style Award uh, at the GQ Men of the Year Awards in 2012. Um... There's, that clue for in, ends with sometimes it ends super badly when I hang out with the fashionistas, even bloody. So well, it it I thought that I I took that clue to mean he hurt himself. Yeah. So well, I don't I haven't quite figured out that one yet. But I, Sam Sparrow again, full credit uh, to my friends on Twitter. But um, yeah, I'll that's the way I think pop. <coughs> okay, but actually. Now that I'm looking at the Sam Sparrow Wikipedia page, here's another thing. So mm. what we haven't mentioned is that because, and partly I don't bring it up because they've been so inconsistent about it this season, which I don't really like. Um, there's been some extra clues. 
from right from yes. some of them. So this one, there are and the way that they did it, they've done it in every past season is that they'd start with a question. And Popcorn mm-hmm. got a question on this episode, and uh, Mel, I believe, was the one who asked, had they done Survivor or Love Island? He answered, I have a very strong connection to a particular island, but it's certainly not where I found love. So they, that would connect him back to island okay. records. yes. So I very think I'm good. convinced this is yep. a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, that's a good one. I forgot all about that question. Um Yeah. Yeah, I need to do some research, figure out a little bit more about this. I think we're right about this. Um, which I think have is that everyone? Um Yeah, so we talked about Caterpillar, we talked about Popcorn, uh Snapdragon and Tiger and Rooster. Yes. So we may as well go back and go over the performances. I think so we talked about uh Brewster doing 24 karat magic. Yep. Did we mention that he did um, California? No. We didn't mention that he did California Dreaming by the Mamas and the Papas. Yeah, which was a good version of that. I wrote that he slays. Yeah, he did very well. He was amazing in that one. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Well, go back to Popcorn for a second. I I will say... um, Actually, now that we're talking about Popcorn being Sam Sparrow, I'm kind of disappointed. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Why? Well, Popcorn, what did I write? Uh, okay, so I did write that um, it was... <laughs> so what I wrote about his performance for, for his first appearance was how awkward is that ad timing? I don't know if it... Yeah, there was an official ad break on the show mm. where he's like, here's the clue package, now we're going to have an ad. And now yeah. there's a performance. That's the only. I feel like that's the only time that's happened. <laughs> yeah, sure. <clears throat> that I wrote that he he did. I don't feel like dancing by the scissors mm-hmm. by the scissors sisters, and he kills it. And he has a Frankie Valley vibe with the falsetto. But then I wrote that he did. He did "Adore You" by Harry Styles. Yep. And it was just. And it's just okay. Oh. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of actually disappointing. Like it's yeah. just. I wrote it's just kind of twee. Here's the thing. He followed Snapdragon, like. Yeah. Well, see, I think all of, all of these guys are really, really good. Like, yeah, I, we don't we don't have many like not good singers this season. No, I, I like I love Mirabal. Snapdragon's great. Popcorn's really good. Rooster's really good. Blowfly's growing on me. Oh yeah. Like we've got a we've got a hefty group of people. We're doing well. Yeah. Um. Oh, can I also, I need to go back to something we didn't mention. Mm -hmm. So there was, they've introduced a new, um, a new format to the ending of the, to who's revealed. Yes. And I think this is definitely, yes, they've definitely taken this out of, um, they've definitely taken this from the American format, but here's the thing. I think American, the American version has a lot larger selection of masks. So I don't know how right. great this is. But um <clears throat> they so the first duel was between Blowfly and Thong. And yep. this is how we got Pay Miranda. I wrote that it's interesting because in this episode, so they had the extra clues 
And for weirdly, this episode, I think they realized that the like they they've done something different every season for the second lot. But what they mm-hmm. did was um they had Sandra Sully play the have a yeah, but news again, like only for one or two of them segment. Well, here's the thing: mm-hmm. Blowfly and Thong, neither of them had the extra clue. Right. And I was like, this seems rigged somehow. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> anyway. I do like the jewels though. The jewels are fun. Uh, what what we, what I didn't mention is also um, Thong did. Uh, we didn't mention the songs that they did. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. We can talk about yep. that in a second. Um, they did hit, hit me with your best shot by Pat Benatar, and it was a good, easy song for a duel. Yep. The pause in the middle was kind of weird. Like yeah, I think and like, yeah, the pause in the middle was weird. Yeah. Um, because like I think it would just be much more seamless if they just did the whole song and then it would seem like an actual sort of jewel. Um, yeah, I agree. Rather than being like, okay, that was Blowfly, now Thong goes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we know that was Blowfly. Let's just, you know, you can have them jump forward or something. Um, what I wrote was they both do great, but Blowfly seems to have more skill at singing. Yes, which like, I think is true. Like given his, now, yeah, we know. If we're convinced course. he's Shannon Noll, then we it's understandable yes. he would have. Yeah. Surely he's had some singing lessons in his time. Exactly. Like, when it's been his career. Like, you need to constantly train that voice. Exactly. And get those skills up. Um, I also wrote that I love the trash talk. And then I, when they were talking about who's going to be revealed for the reveal, I wrote, fuck you, Osha, after the break, what is this shit? Yeah, I know. How and, annoying. And the fact that he did it a second time and he's like, I'm not sorry. <laughs> be sorry. Yeah, All be right. sorry, mate. Um, uh, so seeing as we're talking about jewels, we'll go back to Popcorn versus Tiger for the second time. Yeah. Uh, Popcorn I wrote, one. Yeah, Popcorn one. as we, yeah, we have talked about I mean, I'm, I'm saying in my opinion he won. He did better. Oh, yeah, no, I, I actually <laughs> wrote, um, I wrote something. No, maybe I didn't. Oh, sorry. I wrote personally, I liked how Tiger sounded better. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I will mention is that Tiger just sang the same verse. They they sang I'm Still Standing by Elton John. And yep. I love that song, which is why I thought it was really funny when Tiger just burst out with the first verse a second time. <laughs> <coughs> hey, things happen. Um, and I also wrote, why are they padding out the runtime? Jeez. At this point, I'll get, I, I'll be honest, guys. I finished watching the episode this morning. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they sang, I'm still standing by Elton John. Yes, we've covered that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote, I wrote that Osher saying the shade, the shade from popcorn sounded like rainbow capitalism. <laughs> a little bit. I was like, that was not a phrase I expected to come from him. Like, no, I, I don't know. That's, that's someone... Abby's been in his trailer too much or something, surely. Like, if, if the host was younger, I feel like, or, like, if the host was someone like Abby Chatfield, I can see mm. her saying that. Like, it sounds more, like, natural, I feel like. But with Osha, sure. I'm like, mm, no. Um, also, Husey actually made me laugh this episode. <laughs> with Elton John's lesser-known hit, I've still got popcorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Uh, what we didn't really talk about was, um, the performances from episode three. That's okay. I don't think we need to talk about every single performance. 
Yeah, I guess not. I will say I did like Go Easy on Me by Blowfly. Like Blowfly sang Adele's yeah. Go Easy on Me. And then I also wrote Rockstar. Like Thong did Rockstar by Pink. Yep. Um, so Jojo Siwa was actually on an American season of yep. Masked Singer. And I mm-hmm. thought she did it better. Probably because of the dancing. As in she sang So What? Yeah, she's a rock star. Or is it So so What? what? Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't like Pink that much. I'm sorry. (laughs) Really? I love Pink. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just don't like her voice. Um, Yep. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, uh, you think JoJo sang it better? Yeah. Well, I think JoJo has a singing background, right? Uh, No, her background is is dance. Oh. She was dance moms. Well, that's that's her big thing. I thankfully they were not competing against each other. You basically blasphemed my reality TV background. <laughs> well, I know, I, I know, she, I know. I don't watch I much watch... of it, but Dance Moms is like the thing that Mum and well, I watch. Well, yeah, so. she can dance, but I thought she could also sing. Like she's done singing, hasn't she? Or am I? Uh, yeah. So basically, um, Jojo Siwa, she did Dance Moms, but like her whole thing was she from her very young age was she wanted to be a pop star. So then basically right. she took her fame from Dance Moms and made a full, like, she merchandised herself to shit, to, like, to buggery. There was dolls right. of her. There was, like, Jojo Siwa bows and accessories. But then she also, like, wrote pop music and did tour, like, went touring and stuff. Right. And now well, she's, yeah. like, a big TikTok personality. So, like, honestly, out of all the Dance Moms girls... You think everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Maddie Ziegler is going to be the one that's famous," and Abby pushed it, but JoJo actually can't. Like, she is absolutely the dark horse of that right. show, and she came in first. Like, she has come out on top. I think. Yeah. Um, well, okay. I just want to say, Wikipedia lists JoJo Siwa is an American dancer, singer, and YouTuber. She's a singer. She's got singles. She's got a singing background. I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to say dancing first. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like a operator <laughs> is an actor and not a singer. Jojo Siwa yeah, okay. is a dancer and a singer. Okay. <laughs> the la- she the- has a background. <laughs> she has a All background. Right. The last thing I do, okay, I can't be stopped. Um, the- <laughs> I just I just thought it was, I, I, sometimes I, write my, I write notes to myself and I laugh. Yep. For the zombie's performance of Maneater in episode three, I wrote she ate but left a lot of crumbs. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> it was good. I I really liked the shock value pulling up the fake head at the end. That was a great part of the performance. That was, like, commitment to the bit. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, we'll, we'll wrap yeah, it up. I, yeah, Who do I think you think we, will win? Um, Look, it, again, I'll say it a third time. It is going to be a fight to the death between Mirable and Snapdragon. Pick one. Pick who, Mirable, Snapdragon, who will win? Snapdragon. I reckon Snapdragon will pull Ooh, out. Oh, see, I'm on Team Mirable. I don't. I would prefer Snapdragon to win just because I think Mirable's international. Yeah. And I'd sort of prefer an Australian to win, but... It is, it is solely on the basis of what song they're going to pick. See, I think Snapdragon yep. is going to stick to their guns and pick out songs. Like, I, I don't know much of what Sheldon Riley. Like, I haven't heard Sheldon Riley sing much, but, like, what I have heard from snippets of him on TV, he sings a lot of, like, ballads. Yeah. I think he's going to stick to ballads. Okay. And it's going to be... I think... Like, I'd... Well, I mean, maybe he's going to come out with a pop song. Maybe he has already done that, but, like... um, 
I feel like he's going to pull out like a mega, all the stops. Okay. A great what? classic ballad at the end. And it's just going to outdo whatever Mirable does. Okay. Cause, well, Who do you it, think it's... will round out the top three? Um, that one is hard. Mm. Like I have a theory a top, I th- for a top three, maybe Rooster. That's what I was gonna say. I think the top three will be Mirable, Snapdragon, and Rooster. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if I'm looking at uh, or blo- it could be Blowfly, maybe Blowfly depends on what what mm. else Blowfly comes up. Blowfly might be top yeah. four. We'll <coughs> see. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Blowfly for top four. Anyway, well, well, um, thank that's... you guys for shambling through, like, for doing our good old stumble through of these yep. uh, four episodes. Um, it's probably going to be split in half, so we'll... to, for for ease of listening. Yep. Uh, we'll figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. But for now, uh, I've been Dan. I've been Belinda. And we anyway, are I'm glad you masked. No, we messed it up again. We'll get uh, it right look, one day. Look, there, there was a bit more flu- like there was a bit better than we usually go. It's because I was just gonna do it by myself, just run through, and be like, oh, I'll just, I'll just do it alone. Uh, right, 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 right. I'm sorry. Do you want to we'll go again? No, 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 no. Keep it, keep it in a it's, it's messed up glory. Yeah, I feel the like fans, I feel like that suits right. the episode. Like the episode right. was a bit messy.